what's up y'all welcome back to another edition of real game with crits and your boy chin yes sir episode number 22 deuce deuce in the building coming right man we getting up there man that's what i'm saying man we uh we about to get kicked out of the house if we hadn't already (laughs) what 22 right now (laughs) 22 damn 23 we up out of there yeah, with the pedo shit, depending on which black family household you're in, <laughs> you out of there at 18. No lie. Nah, man. I just heard somebody the other day tell me, like, yeah, like, you know, I, I got I got put out the other day. Wow. I'm like, well, hey, man. Unfortunately, hustle on, boy. Get the hustle on, yeah. <laughs> no choice. So you're going to be on the street. For real. The hustle on. So, yeah, man. Another week of football in the, in the book. So we're going to. Kind of recap that. We're going to get into the, the upcoming week of football. We got the NBA season started up next week. We got preseason going on right now. So, we, of course, we're going to talk about that. We got to get our picks in, of course. I mean, what well, wouldn't be a show without our weekly pick segment? Hopefully, man, we don't end the show with a rant. But if we do, you know, it's just something we got to do sometime, man. Unfortunately, but it's just how, how, how to uh, cookie crumble sometime, man. And uh, that's it. So, Brother Chan, how you feeling today, man? I'm good, man. I actually feel pretty good. Uh, got, I'm a couple beers in, you know, so I feel good. I I can't feel bad. Well, you can feel bad after so many beers, but I'm right there where I need to be. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, what what about yourself, man? It's, it's what is we recording today? Is it's Tuesday, yeah, October the twelfth. OVO season. OVO. How you feeling? <laughs> I'm good, man. No complaints. Uh, I had an off day today. Got another one tomorrow. It's always a good day when you ain't got to go to work. So, man, back to back. OVO, back to back. (laughs) Tie it all together. (laughs) No, sometimes I feel like these back to back days are like a curse because, like, you know what I'm saying? You're two days away. You really don't want to go back. You had two days off, but um, no, it's all good. Yeah, most definitely, man. I mean, shit. I ain't going to lie. I wish. I was off three days, you know, obviously Saturday and Sunday and then and then a random ass day during the week. Cause then you like you could get a lot of shit done. Yeah, when I used to have um, you know, my my off days during the week, mm-hmm. man, that shit is everything. Yeah, it is. It is. And you gotta be productive. Gotta be productive, man. So another week in the books. Uh, anything exciting going on for you? Um, no, actually it's total fucking opposite. You know the Giants are just dropping. They they the G men are looking like, you know they they not men out there. They looking like some little boys. They getting injured left and right. I know it's the nature of the game, but I'm like, damn. So, I mean, that's the only, I guess, thing that's just really standing out to me is that my team season is over already. Yeah, well. To be honest, man, it could be worse. My my team season was over before the season started. We had no chance this year. We got a uh, Jared Goff at quarterback. All he do is damn fumble the ball. <laughs> they made our head coach cry from another embarrassing. <laughs> that was a tough swallow. Uh, I mean, pause. But I mean, listen, I know that we were gonna be bad this year. But damn, now we like we get a rash of injuries. We lost our center for the season. We saw we started without a left tackle. I mean. Uh, the, the dang number three pick from last year was injured. His backup injured. It's just like they can't the best uh, pass rusher on the team injured. Like it's just they they can't help. They can't help it. They just keep getting hit by bit by the injury bug. And 
not not good, man. So uh, the Lions season was over before it started. I mean, at least we're rebuilding, so we'll have a top pick, hopefully. May have the number one pick in the draft because I don't see many wins coming this season. So I guess that may be sort of a silver lining. But uh, okay. as they say, yeah. not great, Bob. Not great. So let's get into it, man. Let's do it. So we've had five weeks of NFL football so far. It's been very good, entertaining. But um, one thing stands out to me, at least, is that the Chargers, L.A. Chargers, and the Buffalo Bills are right now the top dogs in the AFC. And that could change, obviously, as time goes on. But we, I mean, the Chargers, they've they beaten the Chiefs already. They just beat the Browns in what was a thriller matchup. I mean, they beat the Browns in the last, last second. Um, and they got the Ravens this week. So, they, again, they can prove themselves once again. And, and prove that they are, you know, one of the best teams in, in the AFC. Justin Herbert has been dealing. I mean, the dude has been really good for a second-year QB. Um, and then that roster, the guy's playing unbelievable football right now. We'll see if he can keep it up. And yep. you look at the Bills, Josh Allen has ascended. And this is what his third or fourth year in the league now. He's really ascended to new heights. And he's really taking his team to a new level. We saw last year, but now... You know, he proved his accuracy a lot last year, but he's continuing that this year. Just went on the road in Kansas City and blew up the Chiefs. So, um, do you have any objection to this? I think they're the top two teams in the AFC. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, you know, Baltimore, they they win, but they really struggle to win. Fucking Buffalo is is, bree- is breezing through, you know? And, and, and the Chargers, you know, I mean, they haven't play you know a really easy schedule necessarily so i mean you know right their battles have been uh pretty pretty tight um but but they're they're a really good team too so yeah no nah, i mean i don't see any other two teams you know or any team for that matter better than those teams those two teams that you just mentioned um you know it's going to be very interesting to see if Kansas City can somehow. It's like, damn, they too good to not make the playoffs, right? I mean, you would think so, but they don't look good right now. I mean, the defense is getting abused offensively. It seems like they've taken away what Mahomes love to do, which is the deep ball. Most teams are playing with a two high safety, and you, you I mean, they're not letting Tyreek Tyre Hill beat them deep, and they're not getting underneath stuff. So, right now, it looks like they've kind of slowed them down at least and slowed down what they like to do. So, I mean, you would think that they can make the playoffs, but, I mean, right now, it doesn't look like a given with how bad the defenses look. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, God damn. I'm, you know, I definitely didn't anticipate this. You know, I, I thought, uh, I mean, <laughs> I just thought yeah, it's Kansas City. Like, you know, you just kind of yeah. just, just write it down, you know? Like, I mean, that's how it was, but I don't know if you can say it anymore. I mean, they beat the Browns week one. It was a good matchup, but since then, I mean, they lost to the Ravens, an emotional loss at home. They lost back-to-back, and they lost the next game to the Chargers, and they lost the game to the Bills. So, I mean, in their three biggest games so far this season, they haven't won any of them. And that's – I mean, I okay, they beat the Browns. The Browns are a good team, so I can, you can give them credit for that. But the other three matchups they've had, they've not fared well. So, uh, they probably rebound to make the playoffs. They're going to make a wild card because it doesn't like the Chargers are going to slow down. Yeah. So it looks like they're going to win that West. But, I mean, you're Kansas City. I mean, I think there is now time to be concerned. Uh, last week, I said, you know, maybe not. But after last week, and they got abused by the Chiefs, by the Bills last week, I think it's time for concern in Kansas City. Facts. No, I definitely agree. I mean, you know, anytime, you know, a team like Kansas City starts, you know, flopping and 
looking unusual. You know, you you gotta you gotta it, it raises some concern because that's not that's not something we're accustomed to. Um, the defense is weird, man. It's like you know you got Tyron Matthew. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, your defense. I mean, look outside of Tyron, I guess if you ask the average sports or if you ask if you ask like a, a regular individual that may turn the TV on and watch sports every now and then. Name five players on the Kansas City Chiefs defense. They probably couldn't do it. Shit, I don't even know if I could name five players. That's what I was. That's exactly <laughs> why. Thinking, hey, that's my exact point. Is that I knew he was gonna say some, you know, people that are avid sports watchers or NFL football watchers or whatever can't even name you that. No, you know what I'm saying. No, I, out. I, I think I could. I really think I could. Let me see. All right, $100. Give me five names right now. All right, so they got Mike Dana at the end. They got Nick Bolton. Uh, they got Snead, uh, Sorensen, and then Chris Jones is like their star. Right. He tackled, but he and, was that game, so that's hurt him a lot. But see, that's my thing. It's like you got enough pressure you can generate up front, I believe, especially if you have – if you look, here's the thing. I feel like if you have at least one guy, on the line, that's just a force to be reckoned with. A fucking uh, a unit, right? I feel like that should allow the other the, the other D lineman to get busy if they're at least somewhat competent. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel yeah. like they should be able to eat. And I mean, it it, it, it works out sometimes. Sometimes it doesn't because you can look at the Falcons, Grady Jarrett, right? You know what I mean? We can all agree he's a force to be reckoned with. He's a man, you know. Man's man. <laughs> He's a man, <laughs> you know. But the defensive line, the other defensive linemen aren't, you know, doing anything with that. You know, they're not getting sacks and not. They're barely getting pressure. Yeah. But then you look on like the Colts defense. You got DeForest Buckner on the front four. You know what I'm saying? The other the other linemen, if I'm not mistaken, you know, they get theirs to an extent. I'm not saying they all pros out there, but you know, that defense is good. But maybe maybe I'm wrong for trying to compare the two. Maybe I'm wrong. I think okay, so in fairness, Jones was Jones was out last week. He didn't play against the Bills. But I think that their edge rushers are good. They're not great, and I think that makes a difference. We have an elite edge rusher, that makes a difference too. Because if you have if you compare and Chris Jones is really good at rushing a passer from a defensive tackle standpoint, but when you put him in the middle, it does make life easier. But at the same time, you got to have guys that can really, really get to the quarterback. I don't think they have guys that can really get to the quarterback. Who the Rams? Who the Rams got on the front on the front line? They got Leonard Floyd, right? He turned out to be really good. Okay, okay, okay. That's valid. There you go. That's valid. That's valid. He, I don't know. About, okay, bro. But then, like, hold on, hold on, hold on. But then we, we we're looking at like. Uh, uh, Aaron Donald, who was like a generational talent. So playing with him, I mean, he makes anybody look good. Proof point, case in point, Dante Fowler. No disrespect to him, but he looks a lot different. Those 11 sacks with the Rams in his contract year look a lot different than the ones that he has right now um, with the... But if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, Grady Jarrett's generating the same numbers, ain't he? But not this year, obviously, because the whole team is just. Bro. I mean, I, you can't compare. Great they said they was at one point saying, "Well, maybe I listen to too much Atlanta Falcons radio." But you, you, you do because if you, I mean, look, I like Grady. Grady's <laughs> a good player, but he ain't nowhere near, nowhere near the level of Aaron Donald, bro. 
You know Aaron Donald has been triple team, triple team, and still made an impact, bro. So you have three grown ass men guarding him, and he's still making an impact. Okay. You know what I'm saying, bro? Like you can't, you, 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 some stuff, man. You, you can't compare. Like Aaron Donald can go down as like a top five defensive player all the time, bro. He's like that good. So, yeah, as good as Grady Jarrett is, I, I and I'm not, you no know, disrespect to him. He's a good player, but he, he's not, he's not Aaron Donald. I feel you. I feel you. That, that, I ain't gonna argue with that. Cause it's Aaron Donald, you know. Yeah, it's AD. But um, yeah. So looking at looking at the AFC East, those are the two. Te- I'm sorry, just the AFC in general. Those are the two teams I'm looking at right now as the top dog. Now this topic is going. This is uh one that we saw kind of start last week with John Gruden and uh, his, his emails were leaked. What he said to NFLPA uh, president uh, D. Maurice Smith Smith and just said he had a. Uh, you know, mis- lips the size of a Michelin tire, essentially. Which, if you know anything about history, you know um, that you should not insult a black person in lips because they're, you know, we've seen like menstrual shows and stuff like that where, you know, black people and their lips have been you know, made fun of and, and, and racial undertones. So he says that, and everyone kind of sweeps it under the rug and just says, you know, he's just a, a, oh, you know, oh, his apology was, I don't have a racist bone in my body. He didn't really apologize for saying what he said about him. He said he didn't think he was dumb. But he didn't really apologize for, you know, the remark he made, right? Right. And then, he, then he comes out again, and then more emails are leaked. And there's more, like, this. it's crazy, this whole story, because these emails are only leaked because of, um, there's an investigation going on on the Washington football team, or the, the Redskins at the time, and Dan Snyder. But none of his responses came out. None of his emails were leaked. Just Gruden's emails were leaked, which is crazy to me, but whatever. But back to the the um, Gruden thing, you know, he, he had emails about Michael Sam and saying you can't take queers and all types of bad stuff. So he's a noted bad guy. <laughs> people who know him or people that know, you know, the situation, he's a bad guy. Keyshawn Johnson went on a rant today and just said that he's not surprised at all at, by any of this. So he, he resigned yesterday and he still didn't even apologize. He he said he, he released a statement. Yeah, I don't want to be a distraction, so I'm going to step away. Bro, he didn't even apologize. So... For him to say he doesn't have a racist bone in his body, I think it's bullshit. Like, absolutely, you gotta have something in your body, bro. You're homophobic, like something. You like it just makes no sense. I don't get it. So, we what's your take on this whole situation? Nah, I mean, I think it's only one take to have when it comes to something like this. And I guess my issue is that I'm, I'm really this could be considered a rant, but I mean it's not. You know, it's just me expressing how I feel about this topic because it's the same thing with the baby, the same situation, if you will. And I'm not saying John Gruden should shouldn't be canceled or fired or whatever for the NFL. What I'm saying is, is that just like the baby, the only reason why he's being canceled or terminated in John Gruden's case or uh, he resigned. We know he freaking got fired, you know, but anyways, my issue is that they, the consequences didn't come until it became a point where the LGBTQ community plus community yeah, is getting attacked. I, I'm fucking sick of it. I respect them. They do whatever the hell they do. But what I'm saying is John Gruden should have gotten, he should have got his ass blitzed when it just came to the race situation in general. It wasn't until he said he dropped some stuff, you know, they found stuff about, like you said, the, uh, you know, the, the, uh, Michael Sam, uh, 
Yeah, exactly. Michael Sam and, you know, people that are considered, you know, um, I don't even know. Yo, the world is so sensitive today. I don't even know if it's okay for me to say the word gay. <laughs> yeah, I think you can say the word gay, bro. I can say the word gay. All right. It's, well, it's, it's an alphabet, so I think you say the word gay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Michael Sam and, you know, others that are gay. It wasn't until then, that's when I feel like John Gruden really got the hammer. And that's an issue for me because he should have got, like I said, he should have gotten hammered when it came to the whole race thing. At first, when he when they just found the emails about the race, it was just what? He just had to kind of, like, own up to it and, pop, you know, that, right? But then when the emails came out about the, like you said, the queers and whatever else you want to label them. Yeah. That's when shit got real. Yeah, no, I agree. That's when that is when shit got real. Same yeah, thing with uh, the baby. Same thing with the baby. They want to cancel him because, you know, they feel like he's attacking gay people. Like, bro. Like, come on, man. OK, bro. In fairness, both of them were completely unwarranted. So when it comes to the baby. I don't know where the hell he got that rant from. That was completely unwarranted. That's that's my thing about it, bro. What the? There was no point in saying any of that. Like that he was, was just, trying to get his fans engaged, man. Bro, by saying <laughs> don't be sucking dick in the parking lot. Really? Come on, bro. Ooh, what the hell? How the hell is gonna get your fans? Like, what, what is it? I'm saying, how is that gonna get your fans going? Because what does it have to do with anything? I'm, He's trying I'm, to. Like, <laughs> like, bro, if you want to sucking dick in the parking lot, what that got to do with your damn music? So I don't get how he was getting his people fired up. Because oh. They got to do anything. Yo, he went crazy, bro. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, what was the point? I can get it if you oh, try no. to get your fans fired up saying some other stuff. I agree. You know what I'm saying? You want to get your fans involved. But to say that, to drop that line, I don't know how that get your fans fired up. I don't. But then again, like, people like, if you listen to the baby, you know this is what he's about. So... Like some people, I guess people were surprised that this happened, but how the hell are you surprised? Like you listen to the man's music? Not that yeah, he's dropping he, LG, like, but the man says a lot of derogatory stuff in the music, so no surprise. No, that's true. I mean, that's true. But but so I mean, I guess it just depends on who you are, because Dave Chappelle's damn sure ain't get canceled. No, but he's actually I didn't even watch it, but that's that's been I didn't either. Too. Yeah, I definitely gotta watch that. Like I'm talking about that. That's that's mandatory. Even though they're not gonna uh, cancel it, because I saw Netflix pretty much told their, uh, you know, I guess employees or whatever and shit mm-hmm. that they're not uh, planning on canceling the uh, the uh, Dave Chappelle joint. So yeah, I guess it's not too much of a rush now, but it is kind of in a sense because I do want to check it out. But um, yeah, but I don't know, man. So yeah, that's that. That's John Gruden. His ass is grass. And uh I mean he's a racist. That's that's really what I got from it. I mean, yeah. And know. then like I don't get how Mike Tarico and Tony Dungeon can go. I don't know this too. I don't know. I don't know that version of, of course. If the man was racist, you think he gonna let you know he's racist? No. Exactly. Most racists are closet anyway, so they're not gonna tell you that they're racist, they're gonna hide it from you. So of course you're not gonna know that side of him because he's not gonna tell you. Duh. Yep. So yep. I didn't get that either. Like, what the hell? But okay, I mean. Whatever. So yeah, I mean, he, he resigned. He really got fired, but he he got and he resigned. But we know he got fired. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's no it's no questions about it, bro. The man got fired. So like, we have to question the shit. Like, okay. <clears throat> and now, our, honestly, I've been seeing all the tweets earlier today, but it's true because Urban was the, the topic was on Urban for a minute. 
And then uh, the topic got switched from Urban because Gruden he probably was like left field and doing all this stupid ass shit that he was doing. Man, Urban Meyer probably like, boy, I owe you a steak. Thank God you did. <laughs> you got caught up in the game. Urban Meyer like, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Because now his situation don't seem as bad. No, it don't. I mean, it's still yeah. bad, but it's, they don't. That, 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 but I mean, all right, so what was bad about it? Because I don't, maybe I'm missing something here. I just know, I thought he was an old school cat trying to get down with some young shit. <laughs> Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong, but I think it's just the way he handled the situation. You know, like missing a team, uh, miss, missing a team uh, playing and flight after you, you lose a heartbreaking game, bro. You go miss the team playing? Really? You can't do that, man. Then he then he don't address the whole team at once. He does it by position. I think everything that is because you know fought, like came with it is is what I guess the problem that I have with it. Because I mean his wife was at home, so was he? He was technically wrong for cheating his wife. I mean not technically, but I mean that was wrong. You know what I'm saying? Messed that little girl, that young lady at the club when he got yeah, wife home with the grandbabies. Oh, that's that's right. I forgot he was married. My bad. Yeah, he married. But, but it's only you know black men don't cheat. I don't know about the mother guys. Mother guys, yeah. <laughs> mother guys, yeah, it's something different. <laughs> but there was talk that he was doing this to get out of there because he's in over his head and he wanted to go to USC. But maybe for a minute, at least, um, at least, uh, at least, uh, you know, at least he can, uh, you know, get the heat off of him for a minute. Yeah, losing and then then it gets bad. Absolutely, he he better like I said, he better be thinking about which cut of steak he's gonna buy. John racist Gruden. So, but we'll see, we'll see how uh, everything plays out. I don't know. Maybe uh, Urban Meyer is gone after this year anyway. So yeah, we'll see. we'll see. All right, man. Uh, so we talked about the Chiefs, so we can skip that. So the Cowboys or the Cowgirls, as you like to call them, uh. They're 4-1 in the season right now. They're looking good, man. They play some good football, unfortunately, for you. At least they just beat their Giants last week. Dak Prescott looks like he's back to normal. They got Zeke going last week. Can you can you can you I know you hate them, man, because you put the bias aside and say that they are a legit team this year, then they can make some noise in the playoffs. I've been, I mean, shit, I've been said that I thought. I've been I I thought I've been addressed, you know, the fact that they, you know, they look like a good they're I'll say this, they're not a good team. They're a great offense mm-hmm. in a in an average defense. I mean, aside from Trevion, Trevon, Trevion, whatever the hell, Diggs, you know, Diggs Stephon, Stephon Diggs, brother. Aside yeah. from him, and Michael Parsons too. They got, you know, Michael. all right, all right, all right. Let me not let me okay. Michael, yeah, Michael Parsons, my bad. I, I'll give him some credit. You know, I'm 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 actually pretty impressed with how he's performed. He's he's been pretty solid, but Aside from that, I mean, the defense isn't just some team that you're just, you know, terrified or afraid of, just keeping it real. But offensively, you know, that offense, I mean, is, is a machine right now. Um, I honestly thought the Giants probably would have beat them had we not suffered so many injuries. And the reason why I say that is because prior to Daniel Jones getting injured, you know, we were down, I think, just a touchdown. Mm-hmm. He got injured, but then Devin Booker, ended up not Phoenix Suns, Devin Booker, guys, but Devin <laughs> Booker uh, ended up, you know, just going ahead and punch and actually going over the top to score the touchdown. And that tied it up before halftime. And then, you know, from there, motherfuckers just said, you know, I'm going to go down with an injury. I just don't want to play no more. 
I don't know. That's that's what it seemed like to me. But you know, I'm gonna get them. Y'all have any guys that are healthy? It seemed like everybody damn injured. Bro, I got I can name you like six right now. I can name you like six: Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, uh, Sterling Shepard, Darius Slater, Jabril Preppers, and motherfucking Kelly Galladay. That's six right there. See, that was easy, real easy. I probably could have kept going, six, bro. You sure that was six, bro? That's not like damn near the whole squad. Easy, bro. Six easy. I didn't even I didn't even struggle trying to think about those six. And what's so jacked up about it is that not only is it just six players that's injured, it's six key motherfuckers that's injured. So now <laughs> you can't make this up, bro. So not only are we losing players, we're losing games like it's nothing. Well, one and four, oh, and two in the division. What type of what are you telling your team right now? That's really what head coaches get paid for. They fuck the game plan. They get paid millions of dollars to keep these niggas that's losing every week. <laughs> Still interested in coming in, you know, on Sundays and, and throughout the week and get their ass kicked. That's what these head coaches are getting paid for because I don't know what else they're doing right now. Well, at least the Giants. I don't know. And the Falcons. And the, and the Lions. Damn, man, man, y'all losing too. Why you trying to take shots? Y'all, y'all losing too. I ain't trying to hear that shit. Y'all, y'all losing too. So I don't want to hear you talking shit about us. We uh, all in this together, goddamn. God damn it, look like it. We all the Lions, the Giants, and the Falcons. <laughs> all three of us. I mean, at least the Falcons won two in a row. I mean, it don't mean shit, but you know, can't tell them that. So they gonna man, we two and three. We 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 going to the playoff run. Okay, man, them clowns should have lost against the Giants, and they should have lost their last game. Yeah. Who they just played to? The Jets. So they beat both New York squads. Yeah, that's pretty fucked up, huh? <laughs> Damn, New York. Damn. <laughs> so right, Nick's gonna tear that ass up this year. We'll see. We're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that in a minute, actually. But um, so uh yeah, I guess you know, I think like the Cowboys are offense that they don't have a chance to make some noise. And the NFC is not as deep as the AFC. So you know, I mean, you never know. Any given Sunday is what they say. They got the Bucks, obviously, you got the Rams, the Panthers like they're kind of legit, but besides that. Those are kind of the top top teams in the West. I'm sorry. And the team that I didn't mention, which we're going to get to now, the Arizona Cardinals. I'm going to ask you, do you, uh, think yeah. they are a, do you think they're a legit, legit Super Bowl contender? I mean, Kyler Murray's yeah. been at an MVP level. They're undefeated. They look good right now. Man, I, they're another team where their offense is explosion. You know, their offense is, is getting whatever the hell they want. They just throwing it in the back. They, they, they just, you know, running it up. Yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah. whatever you want to classify it as offensively, that's what they're doing. Yeah. Defense is not terrible either. So, you know, you you they are, I mean, they solid. You know, of course, can they beat Tampa Bay? I don't know. What Brandon Lee said, home team. I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Can they beat Tampa Bay? I don't know. I don't think so. I think if Tampa Bay is healthy, which they will get to that stage again. Shit, they, they don't have any damn corners. I mean, all their corners are hurt. That's true. But look, it's funny because it's like, you know, you still want to hold on to the whole defense wins championships uh, cliche saying. But, mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at it, all the teams that we're talking about that have a legit chance are all offensive, you know, pretty much powerhouses. So, um yeah, I, I, I don't – I mean, it's, it's going to be interesting to see. But, I mean, definitely they're contending for sure. No, though, I think for me the biggest thing is to see if they can keep this up as the time goes on because they've done this before. They've started up hot, 
when it comes to, you know, September, October, but when it comes to November, December, they cool off a bit. So for me, I want to see if they can keep this up come November. And that would be the biggest question mark that they need to answer when it comes time. Cause we've seen them, you know, play hot early start of the season, but late is where they kind of fall short. So um, it'd be good, good, interesting to see. And I'm, I'm really excited with what we've seen from the league so far. And of course we'll get into our pick segment a little later on in the show, but now we want to transition to some basketball. We're going to talk about NBA and we're going to come back to college football in a sec because we have a special guest joining us. Um, so we'll get to that. And when the time comes, but for the NBA, um, as far as NBA goes, season starts next week. Um, we got a double header on Tuesday night to kind of kick off the season. Um, and Kyrie Irving is a big story right now. No- nothing on the court right. is a story, but Kyrie Irving off the court is a story. Now, the thought prior to today or earlier today was that he just didn't want to get the vaccine at all. But according to him now, um, well, Shams from The Athletic put out a report and uh, he said, you know, he talked to people close to the situation. And Kyrie's problem now, according to this article, is that he has no problem getting the vaccine. He's not anti-vax and he's not, um, you know, he doesn't have anything against the science. His problem is he is sticking up for people who, I guess, have lost their jobs or I guess he's against vaccine mandates is his problem. So he's right. like, he's sticking up for people who don't, who are losing jobs for getting it, which, okay, what I don't get, though, your league isn't putting a vaccine mandate on you, so I don't know why. Like, if he was in the same situation as them, I could kind of get his stance. But you're not in this situation. The league hasn't forced you to get it. Right. They just say you can't. I mean, I guess in a way he is. <laughs> they because, forced him. <laughs> I mean. They forced him. They are forcing him. But he's but only because he can't play. Because certain states have mandates. So New York and, like, I think, uh, like, where to go to Warriors play, they have, they have mandates. So we can't play there. But everywhere else he's eligible to play because they don't have mandates. And the league is not making him get a mandate. You know, they're not mandating, mandating him to get it. So I, I guess I just kind of don't get it. Um, we'll see if he keeps the same energy when he starts losing money. According to the article, he didn't care about right. money right now. But when you start losing them checks, and your bank account will look the same, you may have a different response. So I'm going to wait and see. If I, the Nets, I would I said this last year, I thought they should thought they should have traded him last year when they got James Harden. I thought that he would be a distraction. And I still think so, because he's still been a damn distraction. But now he can't play at all until he can be a full-time player. And they told him that. Right. I agree 100%, because you can't be in and out of the lineup. You're trying to get chemistry and flow going. So um, I'm fine with their decision. But what do you think about it? I mean, look. it <laughs> It's so funny, man, because it's like, yeah, you know, it's just like everything else. You got the free will to... Do whatever you want to do is in the Bible, you know. That's why you got sinners that sin without repenting, and you know, so on and so forth. It's the same with the vaccine. It's like, you know, you got you got free will to do what you want to do. But I feel like when you are a part of a uh affiliate, and we're talking about the NBA here, and you're a part of a team talking about the Brooklyn Nets here, that you gotta kind of sacrifice something, right? I mean, I'm not saying throw your, you know, sacrifice your life, your soul. Right. But I mean, if it were me, I would. But you know, Kyrie's wired different, bro. He's a different He's wired, a lot different. He is a different breed. So I'm not surprised by this at all. <laughs> First and foremost, I'm not surprised. I'm not at all. So I mean, you know, but if it, like I said, if it were me, if I was a part of that team, 
I would I would definitely do what I need to do. Go ahead and just get vaccinated. I mean, it's corny that, you know, you got to make a decision if you don't want to. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you know, I, I mean, just do it. You, you signed to Nike, right? Just do it. Just do it. Yeah, I agree. Just do it, man. Like, I mean, especially if you're not against it, like, right. do it. And I get standing up for people, but this is not gonna change the thing, bro. Like you're, you're, if you, and, and so, you know, I get fighting for what you believe in, I do. But in this case, bro, this is a lost cause. Nothing's gonna change because you're doing this. So like, you're right. just gonna lose your money. They've already made. It could be one thing if they said they could allow you to do it, but you're, they, you clearly they're not gonna change your stance because they say you can't play unless you're a full time member of the team. Exactly. And like the state of New York, New York is not gonna change their mandate just because of you. So, you know, sometimes I think people fight losing battles, and I understand. You know, fighting with, for, for fighting for what you believe in, but at the same time, man, you kind of just gotta take one for the team, as they say. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So we'll see what happens. I know he's really powerful too. So he is powerful. So it look like boom, we won't see him this season, at least for the <laughs> season, until that, until that money start going. Then we'll see how he feels. We'll see if it's all right. Um, elsewhere in the league, the Knicks they made the playoffs last year. They faced off against the Hawks. They lost five. Uh, they lost four one. In, uh, in five games in the first round of the playoffs, but nonetheless, a good series and um, you know a good step forward for both teams. The Hawks went a little bit further, but if you're the Knicks man, are you happy with the moves they made in the offseason to kind of re up and uh, I guess make it back to the postseason again and make a deeper run this time? Oh yeah, most definitely. I mean, they made great moves. Um, I mean, what 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 did they remove? The only thing they removed was Reggie Bullock. And who else? I mean, Reggie not back. Where's Reggie now? He's in Dallas with um, the Mavericks. Okay. So good luck to him. But uh, every move we made was on point. Kemba Walker. Who the hell is not going to take him? Derrick Rose. I don't know. If I'm taking him with the knees. He broke, oh bro. come on. Bro, both of your star oh. point guards got broke knees, bro. That's all right, bro. You acting like Kemba Walker got to play thirty plus minutes now? They going to split him down the middle. Come on, that's not that's not that's like them not even playing a full season if you're gonna split the minutes like that. I'm telling you, I'm I'm and all buys aside, real talk. Mm -hmm. First of all, Derrick Rose is he the only reason why he was being overexerted in the playoffs because there was nobody backing him. Yeah, I agree with that. Let's just be real. That is every everybody trying to make it seem like Thibodeau was retarded and was you know what I'm saying? He didn't have nobody else. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree to anybody else. So that I understand. Yeah. So, all right, this is what I'm saying, because I ain't going to go on a whole tangent about it. But all I'm saying is, for one, I, I'm watching these boys preseason right now. Mm-hmm. They look totally different, especially a lot of motherfuckers just keep saying broken knees. Okay, that's cool. Guess what ain't broke? The jumper. Fucking Evan Fournier is splashing. Yeah, he's a good player. And, and, and I like, like I said, what's that? No, I'll say he's a good player. I like Evan Fournier. Nah, he is. And I'm not just saying, like, the Knicks is going to come out and just wash everybody. Yeah. What I'm saying is they didn't make any bad moves. If you was going to sign Kemba Walker as your starting point guard, mm-hmm. you better have somebody that's going to be able to come off the bench and produce, too. Derrick Rose. It's almost to the point where we got too much depth. Like, how the hell are we going to play all these motherfuckers? Because the young boys did good in some, in some uh, league. You know what I'm saying? So, look, the Knicks made great moves i'm telling you man i'm keeping it 100 you just heard yeah i just heard me talk shit about the giants i'm keeping it 100 the knicks look good 
if they could stay healthy, mm-hmm. they're most definitely a top five team in the East. Mm-hmm. And they may even be number four, depending on who you got at number four. And if it's the Hawks, are they damn sure better than the Hawks this year? Interesting. Okay. Well, you know, we don't see. I think um, <laughs> I just hope y'all can stay healthy. That's all I'm going to say because you're taking a risk. Bring. I mean, like I like I like Derrick Rose and, and if Kimba's healthy, if he can produce, I think he's going to be good. But it just didn't look, you know, and, and Boston was a bad fit, I think, for sure. I don't think that was the place near to be. So that's all a part of it. So, I mean, if they can stay healthy, you got you'll have two productive point guards. Just they're older guys now and then um, they've been older. And, uh, you know, health health always comes into play. But we'll see how that plays out for sure. Uh, and then as far as the Hawks go, they they stay, they stay put. You know, they, they got – they re-up with John Collins. Trey Young is back. And they, obviously, they got Bogey and Gallo last year. Clint Capella's back. They drafted Jalen Johnson and uh, Sharif Cooper. Now, we we'll probably see Jalen Johnson. Probably won't see um, Sharif Cooper much this season. Although, they, they do need a backup point guard. So, right now, they're going to rely on Lemon Pepper Lou. We'll see how long that lasts before they got to upgrade that spot. Because I think that's one spot they need to upgrade in the offseason. So we shall see on that. But um, and then the big wild card here, obviously, DeAndre Hunter will be back. He was injured in the postseason game uh, against the Knicks. But Cam Reddish is, is the big wild card and what everyone is expecting him to take another step um, and play better under Nate McMillan. You no, know, everyone remembers his last playoff game against the Bucks and where he, you know, played pretty well. But can he keep it up for a full season? I think that's kind of what we're looking looking at if you're the Hawks right now. Yeah, most definitely. Um, I mean, hey, look, I think you might see Sharif a little more than you think. You know, they would love to kick Lou Williams out to the two if, if possible. I think he's shown enough, you know, so far that he can at least get some minutes mm-hmm. uh, in that second rotation possibly because who else you got besides Lou Williams in the second? All right. Exactly. Like, come on. Well, he's their backup point guard. I'm, and I'm not saying that he's just the worst player in the league because he could he got he could get a bucket every now and then. I'm not gonna lie, but I would much rather take Sharif. I'm not gonna lie. I, I think I would. So the rookie over the vet. Yeah, it ain't like the vet giving you fucking ten points a game. Yeah. It, anything under ten points, I'm sure Sharif could give you that, and he might even give you a, a couple more assists. Hey, look. I'm not saying the, the kid is, you know, um, I'm not saying that Sharif Cooper is, is the best rookie point guard this year. Mm-hmm. But what I am saying is that some motherfuckers got the it factor. Mm-hmm. And he has it. Like, I saw enough, you know, in the summer league and in the couple preseason games. I mean, I know he hasn't played a ton, but you see, you know, I, I feel like I know talent when I see it. And, and he's talented enough to me. I know yeah, John no. Collins. I know John Collins went a whole nother level to go grab the alley oop. But the fact that Sharif put it there enough to where he could even have a chance at getting it says something. Yeah. No, I, I don't. I don't think Sharif's bad. I think, I think he has talent. I think it's just when you're a rookie point guard, it's gonna take you a minute to get you know adapted to the league, adapted to the field, the speed, and everything. And and being a smaller guy, hey. I heard him too. And he, you know, he got some heart, but. That's the, I guess that's why I, you know think that maybe you won't see him. It's just because um, you guys you got to get adjusted to the league. That's all. But I could be wrong. He may he may play the one though because I'm, they'll probably kick right out to the two if they if you know what I'm saying. I'm sure they don't just necessarily want him to be the the guy for sure running the ball. You know what I mean in the second unit if he doesn't have to be. So 
I mean, obviously you'll see, you'll see, um, you know, both of them kind of switch it up. Who's bringing it up to court. But I think, I think they would want to take, you know, put them at the two if possible. Right. That is, but I mean, you know, we'll see what Nate want to do. Yeah. We'll see what Nate want to do. Mix and matching and uh, probably have Cam and Herder in the second unit, depending on how he decides to line up this year. So, um, We'll be interested to see how the Hawks play it, but definitely, you know, they got some talent. Just can they get, you know, I mean, they made it to the Eastern Conference Finals last year. So can they make it back? You know, at least want to make it back if you're the Hawks because you don't want to take a step backwards and, you know, you want to see everyone get better. So just something to watch um, if you're an NBA fan and a fan of the uh, Atlanta Hawks. Obviously, the Lakers, too, are a really big story. They got, I mean, they got Westbrook now. They got AD and LeBron. They got um, Carmelo Anthony out there. Ronald's back out there, too. Got Malik Monk in the offseason. THT expected to take a big step. So they loaded up. Also got DeAndre Jordan. I forgot to mention that, too. So they've loaded up. Uh, they got the all over 35 club because those guys are <laughs> old, uh, older. They, you know, they've had injury problems. And I just don't know if they can make it work. I mean, if anyone can, it's them. I just don't know how Russ and LeBron and AD are going to really work. But if they, if they think they can do it, you know, I guess they can do it. But how do you think about that uh, combo? Uh... It just all depends. It depends on the style of play that of of the players. I mean, I mean, of the teams that they play. If the if the opposing team is one of those young teams that want to run and gun, then they might be in trouble. Mm-hmm. If if it's a team that you know slows the pace down, then they're gonna have an advantage. Um, they got enough young pieces to you know run around. I don't think you know they're just at that level to where they just can't run with some young teams. Um. You ain't gonna really get much out of Carmelo, obviously running. <laughs> uh, you you still get obviously something out of LeBron. Yeah, of course. AD, of course. Um, Dwight Howard could still run. He's still energetic. DeAndre yeah. Jordan is a little slower, but you know. So I, I mean, I don't think it's as terrible as people are trying to make it seem. I don't think it's terrible. Anyone making it terrible, that's just dis- disingenuous. That's dishonest. I just don't know if it's enough to win a championship. That's all. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not saying that either. I don't know if it is either, to be honest. Mm-hmm. It, it it could it could work out, you know, once they get into the playoffs because, you know, then they uh, have more experience, things like that. So that could, you know, work out for them. But, yeah. like you said, to have the durability to withstand a, a, a series like that um, – and throughout the playoffs, it's going to be tough. Yeah, no doubt about it. So, real quick, if you um, – we you know we're getting to that. I don't want to put you on the spot right now. I should, though, but I'm going to hold off on it. We'll, we'll get into more NBA talk. Um, season coming up next week, so in our next show, we'll get get, like a, get a deep dive into the NBA um, as the season goes. Um, I'm just looking forward to it. You know, it like, seems like it just ended, but it's back again. So, excited to see if the Bucks can repeat, how the new-look Lakers look, the Clippers, and yeah, they just are who they are at this point. Yeah, Nets and uh, how to make it, you know, how to fit with our career in the lineup. So, our people are going to take a quick break and have a special guest on after this. We'll be right back. Yes, sir. What's up, everyone? Kurt here. Just want to take a second to say thank you for listening. Thanks for tapping in and staying locked in with us. Um, it's been a good journey so far. We have many more shows to go. In fact, you can check out all of our episodes wherever you find your podcast at. All 22 of them, plus two uh, special interviews that we had. One with Jeremy Johnson on 3com and one with home team Brandon Leak of 6 8 Fan Radio. So without further ado, we're going to get back into it. 
We have Drew Russian joining us who writes for Tuscaloosa News down in Alabama where he covers the tide in uh, all things high school recruiting. All right, everyone. After a brief pause, we are back now. Real Game with Crit and Jen, episode number 22. Deuce, deuce. We are now joined by a special guest. We have Jarrell Russian, J-Rail Russian, as we like to call him. <laughs> he is a writer. Um, is a part of the USA Today Network and the Tuscaloosa News. He is a Alabama um, high school and uh, recruiting writer. Uh, he also covers Alabama football. He'll be at the game this weekend um, as a tight uh, square off against the uh, Mississippi State Bulldogs. So, Jarrell, how's it going, man? How you doing? What's going on, y'all, man? I'm straight. What about y'all? Good, man. Good, good, brother. Good. Hey, man, like I said, I know this was, uh, you know, spontaneous. Yeah, we're spontaneous. <laughs> well, <laughs> appreciate you coming through, my man. Yes, sir. For sure. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, man. All right, so, Jarrell, uh, you work in Tuscaloosa, so you're around the Alabama football program, cover recruiting and other things Alabama. They took a – they had a hard loss last weekend to the um, the – Texas A&M Aggies was on the road at College Station. Now, there has been talk that, you know, Alabama has been, I guess, suspect by some, and they haven't looked, you know, up to their normal standard. Um, but if they take this loss to Texas A&M on the road, would you be concerned about Alabama at this point in the season? I mean, I'm I'm going to be concerned if they keep that up. It's not – that's not the first time they pulled something like that this year. They pulled it against Florida. They, they didn't finish off the – Miami game as strong as they should to start the season. You know, I was still a blowout, but it's some things I, I don't know. Like, they did with the injuries, lost their backup running back, who was almost, like, going taking 40% of the snaps. Linebacker out for the year. Pass rush wasn't there yesterday. I mean, Saturday. I mean, those are big things. So, we'll, we'll, we'll see. They should be focused this weekend. Uh, if they can't get up for this weekend, then it's not looking good for the Tide fans, man. Absolutely. Let me ask you. So, so what is from what you know? Obviously, attending press conferences and and being at, around practice, things like that. What what is Nick Saban saying that it, it may be you know leading to the football not really performing as well as we're used to you know used to seeing from them? I think honestly, I think part of it has to do with like recency bias, I kind of was like, because they, they're, they're performing well. I mean, it's just not Alabama, you know. Right. They, they lost since 2019 until last week. But, yeah, I mean, what he's asking for is just that consistent, like, locking in. He was saying last year that uh, with the pandemic, like, that team was so focused. That's all they really could do. And uh, who was it this weekend? Was it Will Anderson saying, uh, star linebacker for the tie? He was saying, you know, we have to make football number one. Uh, start watching film together like as like a defense so it's just things like that that's they got to really lock in I think uh, they were talking about living up to the standard after the Florida game but that he Anderson said that didn't really happen so that's really what it's going to be if they can lock in and you don't usually worry about that with most Alabama teams but every time I mean every once in a while you do have that you had you had that slip up right yeah so they have another night game on the road last this time. This week is at Mississippi State. Do you think that this is another trap game for them, or do you think they'll be focused and ready to go? And and on the second part of that too, I got another part. What when you look at Alabama, 
it's not the, the level that, that we're normally seeing. What's kind of been the difference, do you think, in your opinion? Um, there's a few things. They're, they're missing, uh, gosh, Christian Harris for the whole season, uh, star linebacker, lost in Miami game. Jace McClellan, he was returning kicks. He, he had, he may not have been returning kicks. He had a block punt, a touchdown against Mercer. Uh, he was taking like 33% of the carry of the snaps behind Brian Robinson. And it's no Najee back there. It was Brian Robinson and Jace McClellan this year. That's the difference. Uh, the receiver group is good, but it's not last year with the two first like, top 15 uh, receivers. Yeah, top, top 12. They don't have those this year. Uh, they did get Jamison Williams from Ohio State transfer, and he's really good. But they had six drops on Saturday. Um, they were missing tackles. Uh, so it's a lot of technical things they got to fix, really. Uh, and I'll say they're not, they're not as explosive as last year, the last two years. So and that's, a, that's the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. And defense was supposed to be – it was we people thought it could be one of the best in a long time, but that hasn't happened this year. Not close. <laughs> nah. <laughs> yeah. You said not close, not at all, huh? Not close. <laughs> That's funny. You uh you what you what you think about Bryce Young? I mean, I seen the young man a little bit. He he putting up some numbers. Baller. Baller. Certified. Certified. <laughs> he he made he made some throws. I think it was Miami game. Mm-hmm. Just Throwing it to the corner of the end zone, you're like, gosh, that's not a normal pass. <laughs> and then he's a, he's a he's a he's a he's a red shirt freshman. Like he's gonna be good. There he he's the game could have been worse last week if he wasn't scrambling for his life. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm serious. Like he's yeah. he's the real deal. He did throw a pick. Um, that's gonna happen though. I think he had a pick. Uh, an interception that was tipped earlier this year, but he yeah. only got six, I think, and like probably like almost twenty touchdowns at this point. Uh, I don't worry about him. I'm not worried about him. Okay, nah. that's fair. Definitely fair to say. So I think everyone's been waiting on this big uh, Alabama Georgia matchup. Is what we were looking to prior to the season because I don't think any anyone is no one expected Alabama to lose. Maybe, but now they have a loss in the West. But I, I don't I don't expect them to lose the West. Looking at the rest of them, and they have. Nah. LSU to go through still, but they're you know LSU's not very good. You still have Auburn, but we've seen Auburn struggle and and Bo Nix. We know he is not the answer um, down there for the Crimson Tide. So let's kind of look at today and look forward. If you look at the matchup today, well actually I guess I, guess, I guess I can't overlook Arkansas. They've been a tough team to face this year. So look, I guess looking at the rest of Bama's schedule, do you see them take, taking another loss and? If they were to play Georgia today, would they lose or win? And also looking forward, how do you see that game playing out um, when it comes to the SEC championship game? If Bama should make it, so I guess do you think they make it? I can't see them losing. Uh, I'm I'm not bold enough to say that. Hmm. Uh, I mean, Mississippi State. I mean, maybe that may be the best shot at this point uh, for a team in the West. Really, outside of Arkansas? Maybe Arkansas. Uh, but they didn't show up at all against Georgia. And is that game in the, in Atlanta, in Arkansas or? It's Alabama. It's in Alabama. Uh, that's not going to happen. <laughs> it, it, it take a really, it take their worst performance of the season. It had to be worse than this, than Texas A&M, in my opinion, because A&M still, I mean, they, they pull in top five recruiting class every year. I mean, Ar- Arkansas, they're good, but Georgia, if they played tomorrow, 
next weekend. I think Georgia would win. Definitely a few touch. Mm. Ten points at least. At least double digits. Wow. Double digits. Wow. I mean, yeah, that's saying something. Georgia. Yeah. Have y'all seen Georgia's defense? No, Georgia's defense is legit. I just don't know how good Georgia's offense is. They haven't. We'll see. We'll see. I'm not putting up points now, but that first matchup of the season kind of said a lot when they played an elite defense. And Georgia, I mean, Alabama doesn't have one at this point in the season. They may not have one for the rest of the year, but um, I don't know. With Stetson Bennett out there, I don't know if they're going to beat Bellin by double-digit points. I don't, I don't think he's going to be there the whole season. Like, uh, JT Daniels, he tried to play against Arkansas, but yeah. so I, I think he'll be back at some point. I can't see him being out the whole the whole year if he was trying to play a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And they were moving with him. Like, they got on uh, South Carolina. I think they had, like, 60 on them or somebody. Um, I, was I, think, I think the offense can score with him. Like, they were pushing it down the field with him. And if the defense is going crazy like this with the pass rush, and which Bama is struggling with right now, uh, it could be a long day. It could be a repeat of the 2017 National Championship. Except I think they can finish it off. I think this squad could finish it off, hmm. honestly. But, I mean, if, if Bama comes – if Bama gets it together, then 50-50. That is true. So so it's your prediction for them the rest of the way. What do you, what do you think they're going to do? They're going to make the SEC championship game. Uh, if they fix some of the problems – they can outscore Georgia, but that defense is so good. I don't know if you can outscore them with their offense is better than it's been, I think, in the whole Kirby Smart tenure this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I will give it to Georgia in the SC championship game. So maybe Bama misses out in the playoffs, get like a five, six seed, maybe, maybe a four, though. Wow. Whatever happens, this could okay. be the football's year finally. <laughs> You like to think so. I think so. You don't think so? I mean, you know, it, it, it for me, I think it's like a 70-30 type of situation where a 70% chance that, you know, they'll they'll do what they need to do mm-hmm. and win it all, 30% chance that they'll, you know, flop. I think 30% chance is a reasonable percentage. Mm-hmm. That's reasonable. You could even say freaking 60-40 shit. 60-40, yeah, I, I, can, I can see all that. They just, it's, it's a lot of red flags. Yeah. You can talk about red flags on Twitter today. It's a whole bunch of red flags. Oh, man, we got to get to that later. Them damn red flags be getting on my damn nerves. <laughs> 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 yeah, absolutely so. But, uh, but yeah, man, so that, you know, that's, that's good stuff to hear from, um, you know, what's going on around Alabama. And uh, just, you know, kind of like, I guess, the SEC in general. Um, so, you know, that's some insightful news for sure. Yeah, no doubt. For sure. Yeah. All right, Jarrell. So um, you mentioned that you have a few games to, to cover this weekend. And we know we, you, you cover recruiting pretty heavy. So who are a few of the guys that you're looking at, um, guys that you're going to cover this weekend, and uh, some guys that maybe Bama's looking at? And, and are, are there any guys that Bama and uh, Georgia are kind of recruiting at the same time? Uh, Thursday night, I'm going to see we got a kid from Oregon. Well, kid from Alabama nearby. He's going to Oregon. He's a QB. He's a four-star QB. Uh, actually, two four-stars in Alabama going to Oregon, which is that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, think about 
Uh, this kid, this kid is legit. Tanner Bailey. Uh, he's has is like pro- probably as powerful as stats that he did last season. But that kid, that kid is legit. He almost he he led this team back almost to a crazy comeback I saw earlier this season. Uh, offense wasn't doing nothing really the whole game, but he almost did. He almost pulled it off for him. Uh, Friday night. Want to see uh, y'all probably heard of them? Maybe Hoover High School. Yeah. Didn't they play here this year? Yeah, they played uh, Georgia Classic this year. They played, yeah, they played in Georgia twice this year. But I think okay. North Gwinnett and Alpharetta beat both of them. Uh, I think blowouts too. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, they're they're coming to Tuscaloosa County, when and they're on to come up. They're not a they're not a threat right now in terms of like winning uh, that game or many games. But it's, it's it's still some talent on that roster. But they got a defensive back, Dale Miller. Got a Auburn offer in Mississippi State. Uh, there's there's something interesting going on in Birmingham. They've got a, a kid up there that was a Miami commit since, I believe, this summer. Top 100 kid in the country. He decommitted from Miami. They're not doing so good this year. Uh, Alabama is after him. Georgia's probably after him too. He's a he got some speed. He, he took a kick return to the touchdown I saw this year. Uh, oh. Nerd to the house, uh, real playmaker. So that'd be interesting to see if Bama can get him because they do need another. They do, they do need some, somewhere in the secondary mm-hmm. for this class. It's crazy to think that guys. I mean, especially with NIL right now. Um, and maybe you could talk about that a little bit. How you've kind of seen the play out the NIL. Um, yeah. You know, have you seen the play out at least any? And has you know, Bama obviously is the biggest brand that there is out there. So they should be able to kind of take advantage of this if anyone can. Yeah, uh, y'all probably saw Bryce Young. Yeah, hit the one mil like the yeah. third day out. <laughs> Man, that was that was crazy. But even uh, I used to work reporting Wisconsin. Uh, there was a y'all may have peeped this dude. He was like lifting like deadlifting like six fifty. Mm-hmm. Sometime this summer, um, yeah, I covered him, and he's only seventeen. Like he skipped his senior year of high school to go play, and he's already got. Like I believe something nil already too. Wow, and he's seventeen. He should be in math class at three o'clock on <laughs> right on Wednesdays. Right, he's making millions of dollars. He ain't making billions. Well, a lot of money. He's making money. He's yeah. making money. Yeah, uh, probably some nice money, but uh, yeah, that's interesting. I think a lot of people just think that it should have been happened already, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of why it's not really in the news like that anymore. Yeah, you know well, what I mean. Yeah, I'm done about that. Yeah, I'm done about that. All right, Jarrell. Um, all right, Chin. If you got anything else, Jarrell, we can get into our picks real quick. Nah, man, let's get it. Let's get to picking. Let's get it. All right, y'all. It's time for our weekly pick, our pick em segment. We got uh, 10 games on tap. Actually, got a bonus today, so 11 games on tap. Going to cover uh, both college football and um, NFL. So we're getting to it. First up, we got the Oklahoma State, uh, the Cowboys, they travel to Texas to take on the Longhorns. Longhorns coming off a devastating loss at the hands of the, the Sooners. They were up uh, double digits in that game, 20 points, and they blew it, blew it and lost at the end. So, Shin, where are you going in that one? Uh, I'm going to go... I think I'm going to go... Uh, I'm going to go with the uh, Chargers. Is that what... That what? Was the game? That which game you picked? No, man. It's Oklahoma State and Texas. Oh, 
I'm gonna go Texas. I'm sorry. Texas? Okay. All right. Drew. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Oak State. They've been. They undefeated. Can't say that about Texas, even though they've been looking good some games. But I'm gonna go Oak State. They're at the crib. They're gonna hook them. Hook them. Now I'm going. Uh, I'm going with a uh, pistol, Pete, and the Cowboys. Man, come on, Mike Ooh. Gundy. I'm a man. I'm forty. <laughs> Mike Gundy and the uh, the Cowboys down there. All right, the Rose team, the the road road tie, the Alabama Crimson Alabama Crimson tie. They have another night game on the road. This time it's against Mississippi State, the Bulldogs. Uh, Drill, where you going with that one? I'm going to Crimson Tide with the block with the the bounce back game. They should defense should be locked in. They, they need to make some third and long. That's what they need to do this weekend. I think I think they'll recover. Okay, Jen. Alabama. I mean, they they're not gonna overlook two teams in a row. Nah. Um. No. There's no way in hell. Nick Saban. Listen. Nick Saban probably told them boys. Listen. You lose another game. Them cars coming back to me. So <laughs> that reason, I'm going with the uh, with the Bama and the and Road Tide on that one. All right. Game number three. We have the Auburn Tigers that travel to. Uh, Arkansas, Little Rock, Zoo Pig Suey take on the uh, the Razorbacks. Uh, Chen, where you going? I'm going to go Arkansas because they're at the crib. It's probably going to be lit out there. Litty. And, uh, yeah, I think Arkansas, you know, they look, Auburn, you know, they, they could mess around and win. I'm not saying it's impossible, but I think Arkansas, they're not a bad team. You know, Alabama just made them look bad. It's Alabama, so... Or Georgia, I'm sorry. Look at me. There's too many of these goddamn bears, man. <laughs> these bears, bro. Yeah. yeah, but now nah, I'm rolling with Arkansas, though. You going to Arkansas and Jarrell? Where are you going? I can't see them losing three straight games. Uh, I'm going Arkansas, even though I do think Auburn could win. Uh, shoot, Arkansas put up some points last week, though. Yeah, I mean, they did. I think they'll rebound. Yeah, unfortunately, they lost last week, but they did have a good bounce back. They put up a lot of points. They just didn't get it done. I actually think I have an Arkansas shirt on now. Underneath this, I do. <laughs> Zoo Pig Suey. Go Arkansas uh, to, uh, to win this week to get uh, Auburn. All right, getting before we got the Ole Miss, the running Rebs. They traveled to Tennessee to take on the um, the Volunteers. Now, Tennessee's actually been a solid surprise this year. They're 4-2. and two. They're putting up some numbers on offense. So, uh, Chen, where are you going? I'm going to go with Tennessee because a lot of people are probably okay. thinking Ole Miss, you know what I mean? It's going to come in. You know, they got Matt Corral, Golden Corral, whatever. <laughs> they think, you know, he's going he's gonna to do his thing. And he might, but I think Tennessee, they they playing good football. I think they uh, kind of got some confidence within themselves. They might handle business. Yeah. All right, Drew. I think Ole Miss has more confidence. <laughs> they, they're coming off the big win. They... They had Rocky Top playing at practice today. I'm I can't go against that. They can they they're ready. I don't, I don't think they have the, the the letdown. Okay. Yeah, I'm going. Uh, I'm going Ole Miss as well. I think uh, Lane Kiffin got the boys. They got a they had a bounce back last week, and I think they just offensively. I think they're too much for. Um, I think they're too much for uh, Tennessee to handle. So give me Kiffin and the boys. All right. In the game of the week in college football, we have the number 11, Kentucky Wildcats. They upset Florida a few weeks ago. They're rolling. They're undefeated on the season. They're going to travel to Athens to take on the Bulldogs. This game is going to be on college game day. Once again, second time in three weeks that game day is going to be in Athens. Chen, where are you going? UGA. I mean, like you said, the atmosphere is going to be crazy because college game day. Mm-hmm. And you got 
another team that's coming in here or, you know, going down to Athens thinking that they're, you know, tough and that they're legit. And Georgia, I think, I think they become offended by stuff like that, especially with the year they've been having. So, yeah, I think Georgia's going to lock them down. I agree. That atmosphere is going to be crazy again. Uh, I think Kentucky will give them a better game than Arkansas will. Because Arkansas, their their defense is – should they held Florida intact. They held them intact. And they got a mobile quarterback. So, I mean, they got to – they just got to play straight-up football this, this time. Yeah. Georgia's going to win, though. No doubt. I'm going with the dogs, too. Go dogs. I think they'll, they'll win by double digits again. They've been killing everyone in – I don't think Kentucky's offense is dynamic enough to even be able to compete in this game. So it won't be close, I don't think. All right, over to the NFL. We have a Thursday night football this week. Um, a good game, Tampa Bay Bucks and the Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles are a pleasant surprise. Jalen Hurts at quarterback. They got up a big win last week against the Panthers. So, Chan, where are you going in this one? I'm going to go to Tampa Bay. I, I don't think Philly is, you know, lethal enough offensively to keep up. Defense isn't just over, you know, just isn't just a, a – Super dominant defense, so Tampa Bay. All right, Drew. I got Tampa two. Uh, <laughs> the Tampa two defense. Huh? I, I was uh, very funny. Uh, but I got I got Tampa. They they look good last week. Rebounded. Uh, Eagles gonna make it close though. They'll make it close. They'll try to throw it, but that's when it may it may get ugly though because they're Bill Belichick over there. You still got young quarterback. I think, I think it. I think it may get ugly. Yeah, I'm going. Uh, I'm going Tampa as well. I'm going to go with the Bucks to win this one. All right, uh, game number two in, in NFL. We got uh, the Rams. They travel to New York to take on Chins Giants. Chins Giants are they're injured, but they desperately need to win. Can you pull one? Pull this one off this week, brother. I mean, we did against New Orleans on the road. If we were healthy, I think we would beat the Rams. Um, I don't think we're healthy enough. You know, especially if Daniel Jones not going to play, but. I don't think we're healthy enough, so I'm. Uh, I'm gonna go with the. I'm gonna go with the Rams. I mean, yeah, I'm. I'm gonna go with the Rams. All right, Drew. This ain't gonna be close. It's gonna be the Rams. Uh, <laughs> sorry to say that. It, it's it ain't gonna be close. They, they, they're too good. They got too many, and they got Jalen Ramsey going to shut down whoever, which whatever, whichever, whatever receiver is. Playing, uh, damn receivers hurt. So she hurt. Maybe Tony had a good game last week, so maybe he'd be the number one option this week. All right, and then uh, I'm going to go with the Rams too. As much as I want to see Stafford fall flat on his face, I don't think the uh, the Giants are healthy enough to make happen this week. All right, the number one team in the league right now, at least they're undefeated, the Arizona Cardinals and Kyler Murray. The fighting Kyler Murray as they travel to Cleveland to take on the the fighting Baker Mayfields and his torn labrum. So. Uh, Dimitri, where are you going this one? Um, I'm going to go with uh, uh, who am I going to go with? I'm going to go with uh, Arizona. I got Arizona. They 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 real hot right now. All right, Drew? I got Arizona until they lose. Uh, yeah. They did lose Chandler Jones on IR, so that's going to be interesting, but Rams, I mean, Browns can run the ball. That's like, that'll make it interesting. They can shorten the game really with that offense. So I think that's going to be almost like a game of the week, like last week with the Browns and Chargers. Yeah, I don't think this is quite the game of the week because we got the game of the week coming up. But I do think that the Cardinals are going to keep rolling hot. Um, the Browns are coming off a 
of, of a tough loss, but I think the, the the Cardinals are just playing too too well right now on offense. And based off, you know, I thought the Browns would be a defensive team. They were missing uh, Clowney last week, uh, so they weren't they, they kind of banged up on defense right now for that reason. I think the Cardinals will take advantage. So give me the uh, give me the Cardinals in this one. As no, it's probably a trap because the, the Browns are probably gonna win it. You got a West Coast, West Coast team going to the East Coast. Not always a good recipe for a win, but we'll see. All right, now uh, the Buffalo Bills we talked about earlier, maybe one of the best teams in the AFC. The child of Tennessee to take on the Titans. Shin, where are you going in this one? I'm gonna go Buffalo. They just too high right now offensively. They they playing really well. I'm gonna go Buffalo. All right. Uh, Drew, where are you going? I got Buffalo too. Uh, their defense is pretty good this year. People sleeping on that unit. If they can really, if they can limit, if they can limit uh, Derrick Henry, which no one, that's all you can try to do. If they can do that, that it may be, that may get ugly like it did the first week when the Titans played the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, A.J. Brown's just getting back. Julio got the hamstring going on. It's, I don't know if they can keep up. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with the Bills as well. I think they're just, they're, they're rolling out all cylinders right now. Josh Allen is playing at an elite level. He's an elite quarterback in this league. And I think he's going to get the job done. Um, you got Stephon Diggs. Knox is playing well. Got a good combo back there. Singletary and Moss at running back. So give me um, give me the Bills. All right, we have we got, we got a bonus game. Uh, we throw in there the Vikings. They uh, got a win, an emotional win against Detroit last week. Uh, last second field goal. Take on the Panthers, who actually suffered a, a, a bad loss last week to the Eagles. They were up in that game and blew the lead. So it uh, will be a tough one, that one. But, Chin, where are you going? Uh, I think the Vikings gonna win that. They, uh, I mean, they've been playing good. They just kind of been having bad luck. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with the Vikings. Okay. All right, uh, Drew. Really a toss up. Uh, Panthers then cooled off a little bit, but uh, such a that's a good question. Uh, I'll go with the Panthers because their their defense. Their defense is, is is pretty solid, but they've been good against the teams that don't have winning records, and the Vikings don't. So I go Panthers. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Panthers as well. They're at home. I think they'll get the job done. They're, they got to bounce back from last week's uh, bad loss, and Darnold has been pretty pretty solid so far this season. So give me them. And the game of the week, the LA Chargers travel to the East Coast. I wish this game was a primetime game, man. This this deserves to be, you know, Sunday night football. But we got the Chargers. And the Baltimore Ravens uh, squaring off. The Ravens has come off a, a win, comeback win against the, um, the Colts, and the Chargers are coming off a, a win against the Browns. So, Chin, where are you going? <sighs> I'm going Chargers, man. Like I said earlier, I'm going Chargers. I think I think they're gonna keep it going. Yeah. All right, Jarrell. I got the, I got the Chargers. I don't think the Ravens can come back like that against this defense like they did the Colts. Mm. And they held down the Chiefs. So I got the Chargers and Herbert. Yeah, I like Herbert, man. He's one of the better young quarterbacks in the league. They have a Super Bowl roster. They're taking advantage of it right now early. Give me the Chargers. And that concludes our pick segment for the week. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Thanks to Jarrell for joining joining us being our special guest on such a, a late notice, man. We've always appreciated uh We'll definitely have to do this again soon. Absolutely. Appreciate you, Drew. For sure, y'all.
All right, special thanks to Jarrell for joining us on this week's show. Um, good insight on Alabama and kind of what they're going through right now. So, all right, man, almost done here. I'm going to wrap it up. I know it's been kind of long. If you're still tapped in with us, thank you so much for listening. we got our non-sports subject uh, topics, as we always do. Um, so today, I don't even I don't even know where this, you know, social media trends came, come out of the blue. I don't even know where these even came from or, like, you know, whatever. But, like, there's a trend now where people keep posting toxic posts. Like, for instance, if this person can't cook, red flag, or this person, internet, red flag. I don't even know where this come from. So to hell with these social media challenges. I had to mute the flags from my damn timeline because I got tired of seeing them. Like, I, wow. I get it. I don't get where these timelines come from, man. But well, I guess what kind of social media trend did you see that you weren't a fan of? Um, The capping. You know, it's a trend that's still very strong today. Motherfuckers just capping all <laughs> over the goddamn gram. So, <laughs> it, it's a fucking capogram now. Uh, that's a trend that I'm goddamn tired of seeing. You know, I mean, other than that, you know, it's so many that come and go. It's really hard for me to put a finger on it. But yeah, the capping trend is is, is something that needs to be banned. You dig? Yeah. <laughs> But this red flag stuff is hilarious. I mean, I luckily I haven't seen I haven't seen that one red flag. Yeah, no, I I, I had to mute them because I, I couldn't um I couldn't take them no more. I couldn't take the red flag. So uh, they are muted off my timeline. Um, but yeah, no, I, I just don't get them. Like I even saw one that was so crazy. I'm about to read it to you real quick and then we get out of here. So this one was <laughs> when she go to Georgia State, stay in the commons, her mama named Candace, little brother in sixth grade card cvv number is 646 and we're them damn air force and journalism major um damn that was suspicious that was specific yeah i'm like what, what the hell <laughs> he he was putting it he, he put a name on it without putting the name on it. i mean damn that was a specific and you wanted to out that person man so uh, i guess buddy was a buddy buddy was hurt all right man give us what our word leave us what our word today and we'll get out of here yeah, man. Honestly, I, the word of the day I think is I think is very necessary because, like you said, we we living in the day, we live in a world today where trends are you know either with the trend or you're not. And if you're not with the trend, you usually view it as as you know out of the loop. All I want to say is, man, just stay true to yourself, dog. All these trends, man, it, you you don't look cool doing. It. You know what I'm saying? The trend is corny. You even corny. So. Uh, just stay true to yourself, man. If anything, create a new trend that's going to be positive right. and fucking going to mean something. That's how you create your own brand. You know what I mean? Ride your own way, man. Facts, man. Ride your own way. Oh, I said ride your own way. Ride your own way. Ride your own way. Do way. Little way. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. But, but nah, you know what I mean? Ride your own way. Create your own brand, stay stay strong and, and and stay firm on your brand. Build that up. So, but yeah, that's what it is. Yes, sir. All right. As always, great word of the day from brothers. You know, rants this week. Thankfully, nobody did us too bad. We had to go, you know, off on a major rant today. So good. But you know, <laughs> as always, you never know when the next one can come because someone always gonna do something to piss you off. As right. we do, and we live in society. All right, man. So you can follow Jarrell and get off here, but you can follow him to, and see his work at um Jarrell. J-E-R-E-L-L Russian R-U-S-H-I-N underscore you can on uh, Twitter you can see all of his work there with the Tuscaloosa News covering 
um, Alabama football and recruiting and uh, high school football as well. Um, you can follow Brother Chin. What can they follow you at, Brother Chin? At uh, 718Chin. 718Chin. Yes, sir. You can follow me, Chris underscore Crit 2Ts. Don't forget it. On Twitter and Instagram is there. Follow our podcast page on Instagram, RGWCC. And we are Crit and Chin on Twitter. So make sure you give us a lot, uh, some love there. Subscribe. We keep seeing these podcasts when they pop up. Um, you'll see our clips also as well on social media. All right. So for Chin, I'm Crit. As always, take care of each other. Stay safe. Thanks for listening. We out.